This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. are over as Mansfield Town's season of misfortune and woe stumbles on into the festive period. Previous pantomime heroes have turned into the stereotypical villain, stakes somehow lose 2-0 with a man advantage to crash out of the FA Cup, and despite a dramatically equaliser from the wrongly forgotten man, the stakes still can't take a penalty for love nor money. A run of five successive away games in all competition comes to an end tomorrow as the squad returns home. But will it be a happy homecoming as the toxicity levels continue to rise and the manager and players begin to feel the heat? It's not until you're in the hot seat that you you feel that pressure and you understand why your previous managers perhaps acted a certain way. I used to look at my my former managers and think, what's up with him? Is he all right? Why is he so stressed? It's clear to me now, I'm a young manager. I've been given an unbelievable opportunity, which I've earned. I've never been more determined to make this happen. I feel the pressure, there's, there's no there's no doubt about that. It's an old cliche in football that goals change games and, and in times where we've had big chances in, in important parts of the game, we've, we've not been able to capitalise on them. So uh, I think that's, that's been a major part of it. Um, you know, but we're, like I've said to you previously many times, it's it all comes from the training ground uh, and, we're, and we're continuing to work hard on there and you know, we just need to make sure as a group of players and professionals that we, that we perform to our highest on a Saturday. Tonight, Nathan and I will try and find some joy from the mixing bowl of misery and take on board your comments and questions in the live feed on the show for the fans, by the fans. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Apparently, it's the season of joy. At the moment, watching the stags, it feels more like bar humbug. Get involved... I think Bar Humbug is actually quite accurate for myself and Nathan tonight, both full of cold, both wondering why on earth we put ourselves through this week upon week as Mansfield Town yet again failed to inspire us, failed to galvanise us, 
and just can't get us to that level of good spirits. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield Matters. My name's Craig Priest, alongside me, Nathan Edge, uh, and you guys in the comments as well. Get involved. We'd love to have, uh, for you guys to have your say on your team and talk about all things uh, which have happened over the past seven days and the season so far. We'll also hear from boss John Dempster and midfielder and Nathan's best mate midfielder, Alex McDonald, uh, across the next. We are in for one hell of a night. No camel, unfortunately, with us uh, tonight. Um, Because we've started a little bit earlier due to various things, works, Christmas parties, being taxi services and all that, uh, palaver. Now's the only time we've got to do it. So if you are, um, I should probably put like a public service announcement warning out because I know that there are people who, you know, drive home and put the phones on the little things on the windscreens (laughs) and it'll pop up with Mansfield Matters and they'll probably, through a traffic light, you know tap on it and watch it when, when it's safe yeah please only comment if you're <laughs> safe and legal to do so uh, also uh, as always the views expressed in this programme of those of those of the individuals and not those of their associated organisations and I barely could get that sentence that, out somewhere more than we're not even two minutes in it's going to be one hell of out we can't get sued anywhere absolutely sorted, sorted. it's all good <laughs> uh, on a positive note we'll start with a positive uh, we have got uh, a brand new uh, associated keyword buzzword for our podcast bell haven't we Nathan we have do, indeed do tell well it's uh, one uh, for John Dempster you know he's finally to me he's made it he's made it he's made it onto the what we're calling it I don't know the manager's quote of fame or something but anyway the bell uh, of doom bell of doom I think bell of doom absolutely I think it's quite fitting with the current uh, current sort of what he, he described it as a word earlier and I can't think what it was but anyway um, yeah his John Dempster's word is <coughs> we're ready for this determined yes yeah, so every time we say <laughs> determined <laughs> Let's try again. Every time we say determined in a podcast, the bell will ring. So we've now got galvanised, solidified, toxicity, and determined. Four bells. That's not going to get annoying whatsoever. No. Uh, get your comments. Uh, come here. I'd love to hear from you tonight. As I said earlier on, uh, if you are driving home at the minute, please make sure that you're safe and legal to leave us a comment. Uh, John says, Hi. Roger says, Evening, lads. Craig says, Evening, lads. What a week. And uh, Martin asks, He's done straight in with the question, so we'll straight go straight, there, straight what, like. um, what strike partnership would you like to see as the current pair are shooting blanks? I think there's one name we can both uh, agree on. Is the forgotten man and Morris Sterling James? <laughs> yes, finally straight in there with this one. Um, yeah, I mean, as sorry, who, who was the comment? Who, who Martin. Was Martin. So as Martin said, obviously had the current two in in Cook and Maynard, the one, the two that were supposed to be the the big firepower, you know, at the start of the season, one that were open would 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 be the ones to be putting many away for us. Um, unfortunately, going through a, a dry spell, and I don't think it's anything down to. I think that will come good. I do. You can see, we have seen spells in the partnership that will that have shown what why we brought them. But uh, it's obviously not working at the moment. And I think we just need something a little bit different in there. So uh, once again, it's well. Actually, you say a very sterling James, but I probably wouldn't stick him in there up front. I'd stick him out wide. But it could go there if we do need to change it, which we probably do. And let's face it, we're pretty short on options right now. Um, he would be a contender but you'd say Jimmy Knowles Jordan Graham I don't know how fit he is but you know are the, are, are, can you throw them into it probably not at this stage when it's um, pressure is so high which obviously John Dempster as we'll hear later on is something that he's feeling at the moment so it's a, it's a 
difficult conundrum, especially when we've got injuries at the moment. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly. So it's a very interesting situation to be in at the moment. Injuries, as you say, all over the pitch yet again. It looks like every bit of bad luck John Dempster has, uh, has encountered so far this season. It's all, uh, it's all adding up. And I do, you do have to feel for him in, in some way, shape, or form with the amount of bad luck he's had with injuries and suspensions and what have you. As one seems to clear, another one seems to come up. But let's just talk. Uh, Sterling James for a second because mm. you've got a little stat uh, sheet, haven't you? I have indeed. Yeah. You were t- what was it before? You, you were something like was it something like he's the best or the second best striker in terms of in minutes to, to games or something? Minute, minutes to goal ratio was was the best. It was eighty five minutes per goal. Uh, he has made a couple of uh, appearances since then. Off the top of my head, I can't tell you what it is, but I meant to do it yesterday. I meant to update it, but I'm a bit behind. So uh, I'll probably post it out on Twitter uh, at some point over the next couple of couple of days. So uh, uh, probably yeah. So keep your eye out for the uh, MTSC matters on on Twitter. So uh, I'll get you to retweet it. Yeah, well, uh, I'll sort that out. But yeah, I mean statistically, and the, the reason why I wanted to put it out there with stats is because there are a lot of fans, including myself, that think although yes, he's, he's probably not lived up to any expectation of the last few few seasons that he's been with us you know he's been loaned out to Solihull where uh, he hasn't pulled up any plants <laughs> oh, that was fun um, and pulled up any trees um, you know with sorry was there a gag in there I genuinely didn't no, get it have you forgot you know the Nicky Maynard pulling up plants no, I'd Oldham, like this, this has genuinely gone over my head. Oldenberry, oh, you forgot. Cam would know if he's watching. Cam would know. He'd appreciate it. Anyway, bring back Cam. Uh, forget it. It was rubbish, but let's carry on. Uh, so yeah, he hasn't done very well over the last few seasons, but this year, when he has been given a chance, which isn't that often, he's been for me probably one of the out, outstanding players. You know, and it's yes he needs to do it consistently over a long period and we haven't but he hasn't had the chance to show that he hasn't had the chance to show any consistency because he doesn't give doesn't get given enough time so um, for me I, I think it would be absolutely crying out for him on, on Saturday to put him in there and I've been saying it for a good few weeks and Tuesday night popping up we only had what six minutes on the pitch was it something yeah. like that so he didn't have long to, to impress but he, he did it in, in, in good fashion as well absolutely well that's another story entirely and we'll touch upon that uh, later on as our penalty woes uh, continue uh, Martin answers his own question as well he, he says uh, I'd also like to see uh, would like to see Dapo look sharp can't see why Dempster brought him in I don't know what it is with Dapo off the line because obviously whether there was a, a thing um, not allowing him to play in the FA Cup I'm not sure but wasn't he on the bench he at might, Shrewsbury he, no he, he was in Barca Barca was it? right okay because it was all over his Instagram that he took no, his mum oh, away it was Shaughnessy wasn't it he was, yeah. he played at Shrewsbury which I, he yeah, didn't, he didn't play, play in round one because yeah. you know, so, we fought the same with him didn't we but, yeah. well, but anyway yeah, carry on <coughs> well that's the thing I, like, I don't know whether it was a, a cup tie thing uh, with him being on loan or whether it's just a genuine interest thing because again he, he didn't even get any minutes in, in the in the cup against Port Vale it, it almost seems like a, a pointless sign he was just put there for you know for, to, to fill the bench but if, if I was him I'd be feeling very frustrated at the moment because like us when we send as a parent when we send players out on, on loan like we have done with Tyrese Sinclair for example mm. we expect them to get game time which Tyrese is doing in Certainly, is benefiting benefiting from that with yeah. some some good goals and some some really good minutes at the moment. Um, but obviously, West Ham must be looking and thinking, what's he got to do? Well, especially given the circumstances when we're sort of we're running a bit thin in that area now with with injuries and and, and not performing. So, I mean, they probably would understand a bit more if he if he was sat on the bench and we had a 
a, a team in form that were you know where it would have been harsh to drop players, but at the moment there's not many players doing it, are they? So you would think why why would he not get his chance? So um, it is a peculiar one. He probably should should get an opportunity. Like I think a lot of, I've I've seen so many supporters say it. Um, you know, on, on social media and in person over the last few weeks, and half the time when we've had the starting lineup at two o'clock or uh, six six forty five or whatever, saying half of those players on the bench deserve to be on the pitch. So, you know, why aren't they getting an opportunity? We, you know, some of them you can say yes, it's probably down to match fitness or or fitness really if they come back from injuries. But most of them, it's been, for some reason, they've just not been chosen. So, um, but. You know, again, we'll hear John Dempster's interview later on. But one thing that sticks out to me is that this is going to be a very big month, and he's under pressure. Uh, and he's, in some ways, it's kind of make or break for him. And I think he's got to the stage now where he's realised that he's got to go and attack it. And I hope, and he's even said it'll mean attack him on the pitch. So let's hope he does that, and some of these players will get the opportunity that they deserve. Yeah, certainly. So keep your comments uh, coming in. Martin says Dapo and Sterling James for me. Uh, Roger says what have they got to lose by playing Sterling James? Uh, more comments uh, coming in. Um, Pedro says going to go against the tide on John Dempster we may get a playoff spot given a run I think give him the season to cut his teeth a bit more give him the chance to learn the ropes no point in appointing a new manager now really probably be similar probably be a similar outcome keep him give him a chance at developing your thoughts on that again it's something which we've touched upon uh, quite often last week's podcast was pretty much the entire of the conversation about mm. this I would I agree with that comment if it wasn't for the expectation which was clearly outlined by the board and mm. has been publicly outlined on a number of occasions. If that expectation wasn't there, I'd be happy with where we were now because I'd be agreeing with that. It's just yeah. the fact the expectation level is so ridiculously high and we're not achieving that. And I'd probably throw something else to the mix there. So even if even if they did come out and try and... And it's probably a little bit late now anyway if they did try and level the expectations a little bit and bring it down lower and just say it's going to be a season of rebuilding if they did come out and say that the other issue John Dempster's got is that he's inherited a very good squad yeah um, a squad that last year we've seen play fantastic football and, and things like that so the question mark is really is it the management that's the problem or is it the players well when you know that you've got majority of these players last year who were on paper also very good and they've hit pretty high levels you, you've got two issues really so you've got they've got you, it's, it's either our current, current management is not getting the best out of the players or our previous management got more out of the players so which one is it you know is this their level that they should be in our previous management have just done very well by getting them to play very you know played them well and I know we didn't achieve promotion in the end, which was the ultimate aim, but a lot of the season was good. It was attractive football, etc. So have our previous... And I'll probably go back to Steve Owens as well in that aspect. Did he, him and Flitcroft get more out of these players than what, they came, than what their ability would usually sort of give them? And this is their real level? Or is it the opposite? Are they now underachieving? Experience versus inexperience, isn't it? It's mm. the age-old age old thing, as always. Keep your comments uh, coming in. Roger says, I can't see anything changing in the future, unfortunately. Corners, crossing from the wings and set plays have been poor, as well as penalties. Sore subject. Uh, that's been the major <laughs> letdown uh, to 
to press. Um, John says, I'm sure most are frustrated, Craig, as they're not getting the uh, game time they deserve. Talking about the players earlier on. Mm. And he also adds, look how we played in March against Cheltenham. Dominated the game. We need the same tomorrow. Different season, different different style different Cheltenham team as well Chelten, yeah as Nathan says Cheltenham are an absolute different animal uh, as well let's uh, reflect then on why we're all talking about this and why we're all talking about uh, whether we're good enough and for another week questioning the future of uh, John Dempster and that comes down to two cup exits in the last <laughs> seven days against Shrewsbury 11 v 11 0 0 I felt we were playing okay when we had the ball on the deck we were looking we didn't create too many opportunities but I always felt for the first time this season or the first time in a long time this season that something would come if we mm. could keep pressing and keep the ball then Shrewsbury get a man sent off and you're thinking fantastic what let's make some changes now and go and like you say what an opportunity let's make some changes now and go and take this game mm. and go and you know run out one or two no winners we then left it 20 whole minutes <laughs> to make any positive substitutions yeah. By which time, Shrewsbury controlled the game, got us penned into our own half with a man less. Mm. How on earth had we allowed that to happen? It, it, to be honest, it was quite diabolical. I know this is against a, a team league above, but uh, when they go down to 10 men, you, you've got such an opportunity there. Probably the, a better opportunity than you're going to get, really, uh, to, to go and do the job, especially when you've been you know, in, in, relatively, in relative control up to that point. So to not then seize the opportunity by making some positive changes it, it 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 was a massive massive error and everybody was saying the same unfortunately i couldn't i couldn't make that game because my, my dad was uh, away for the weekend and he's normally me uh, my taxi driver he's normally we normally go to the match together so uh, but i sat at home listening to it and i follow uh, and, I, and i messaged in at that point because there was two key points that for me obviously everyone knew you had to change it but for me there was certain personnel which was more so perfect to change as well because we had two players that were Sort of uh, walking a tightrope on yellow cards, and um, you know the referee seemed quite happy to be brandishing cards at, at that point. It made so much sense to take them off and put on some attacking players. It all—it was clear to everybody, apart from one man. And the problem is, is that it's not the first time we're, sat, we're sitting here saying it. We've said it so many times this season. Honestly, it's actually a bit ridiculous how many times we have said it. And you think. We keep saying John Dempster being a new manager, he needs to learn. But how many times can you keep making the same mistake? You, you've got to learn at some point, and he's had plenty of opportunities on this front to learn for that, but he hasn't yet. Yeah, he certainly hasn't. And uh, as people are saying, uh, Craig says, why did it happen? Negative tactics. Mm. Again, I don't get why we were scared to make attacking changes against a, a League One side who, to be fair, we were matching ourselves against. Yeah. and to be fair probably up until the the red card we might have been on top in that game ever so slightly second half in particular we were yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that but like I said what did we what have we got to lose because even if it didn't do the change straight away I mean it's clear to everybody to see what was happening you could see Shrewsbury getting on top with 10 men so that should have been made so much earlier when you see that happening um, and what bugs me a little bit is they talk about it in press about being proactive or reactive but we've been reactive to everything so far and not been proactive and that was an absolute opportunity to do it because if we did it and we lost well you know if if we did it and we lost it it would I mean, it's going to be the same outcome anyway, we, the way it was going we was only going to lose anyway whereas if we did it and still lost 
at least we tried something different and it still would have been embarrassing he still would have got stick for it yeah but we'd have had more chance of actually giving a, a good account of it absolutely it's the fact that we didn't grasp it by the balls and give it a go yeah we left it so long and almost seemed like we were playing for a draw and playing for a replay mm, which Poor. is diabolical when you've got an opportunity against 10 men that could have been the catalyst to something good you know going out and beating a, a league one team in their own backyard mm. taking that into Tuesday night and then you know going on from there it's very very disappointing uh, indeed Tuesday night let's touch upon that ever yeah. so slightly before we move on and talk about the other things uh, this week and hear from inside the Stags dressing room from Alex McDonald and the Stags manager uh, John Dempster uh, Tuesday night Port Vale 2-2 draw scored very very late on through Amari Sterling James to take the game to penalties at which point we all knew the outcome <laughs> yeah. yeah I was saying when that goal went in obviously it was great to score a goal but it was one of them where it was difficult to get excited about because what's that now five six this, this calendar it's year six. It's, it's six in might be five this kind of year, but it's certainly yeah. well, four this kind of year. It's certainly six consecutive shootouts without a win, mm. which is uh, which is unbelievable. Right? Especially when you think the majority of them have actually come this year. So you yeah. think they'd uh, would have been practicing a little bit more, and I don't know, maybe improved a little bit, but obviously not. It's not to be. Um, yeah, you know, some people say penalties are down to luck, but losing that many on the trot now, I'm going to st- I'm isn't gonna, luck. <laughs> I'm also going to stop you there. Penalties are not down to luck, they're about how you take them. Yeah. And honestly, Mansfield's penalty taking um, from 80% of them was so pathetically, diabolically poor, I honestly think... Uh, I mean, a, a child who, a, an infant <laughs> child who hasn't even got the ability to crawl, could have probably scored. Are we talking about one in particular? You know, I think we we'll have to take away that sir before Mal. He's that. on the edge at the minute. Isn't it he? wasn't good. That was, it was it wasn't such good. a woeful penalty. It felt like <laughs> such a two fingers up. Yeah. To the to the competition. To the I know it wasn't. And no. Well, it, there would have been something behind it. Maybe expected the, the goalkeeper to to move or whatever. And to try and trickle it in, but it felt like such a two fingers up to the whole competition, yeah. to, the, to the to the diehard support that made the trip down there and froze their absolute, you know, sods off. I got there a minute before kickoff because of traffic. Um, it yeah, it, it it left a sour taste in the mouth. Let's, yeah. let's just say that, and uh, it's so frustrating. But the, the penalty shootout aside, the game itself, we did the typical Mansfield thing again. Played well when we had the ball and got the ball on the floor. Mm. Got a decent lead, a 1-0 lead, and then didn't make the changes that we needed to make because of tired legs yeah. and allowed Port Vale, inspired apparently by Robbie Williams, back in the game. <laughs> yeah. It might well be loving angels instead. Let's start loving substitutions instead, yeah. Adams, yeah? Let's nice. go for that. You've got your pun in there. Yeah, thank you. I've, I've yeah. thinking about that for a long time. I mean, he could, I don't know if you went... I know he was in the first half, before the first before the game he gave his... Uh, Yes. Talk. I, th- I feel like he must have been at half time and said come on <coughs> let me entertain you this second half let's get out there and uh, score that some goals that was worse than mine it was bad but I'm having it anyway 1-1 um, but it wasn't gr- I, I actually personally feel that the performance at, at Shrewsbury was better Yeah. Uh, and we didn't score there and we ended up losing to 10 men it was it sounds because I mean the first half we were poor and yeah. uh, I don't know what league lovers or um, during that match he, I, I, I'm seriously worried about him I think his uh, vision might be a lot worse than mine um, to think that we actually were the better team 
because like, we weren't I mean what was it 12, 12 shots of theirs to our one yeah uh, I don't think I think our one might have been questionable do you know what I, I've never been so frustrated by an assistant manager as I have with Lee, Lee Glover <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy and I'm sure he knows what he's doing he's had a, a good career but he frustrates the hell out of me yeah what game were you watching Marcos uh, it doesn't help when they come out and say that though that's no. that's what supporters get very frustrated at um, I mean maybe he did genuinely believe that but he genuinely is the only one that does because we weren't great and you just want them to come out and say that you just want them to come out and say it's it's not good enough and in some ways really uh, stop being so nice and I yeah. think this could be one of the issues with John Dempster is he too nice uh, we, all, we all know he's a that nice guy which obviously isn't a bad trade but sometimes to get the best out of the players you've got to be a bit more strict with them be a bit more sort of uh, direct I know we don't want to compare uh, previous managers etc etc mm. but there's there's a, there's a reason why Steve Evans was successful there's a reason yeah. why David Flickcroft did so well because the, the balance between nice guy and tough guy was there Futcher was the the enforcer yeah. Flickcroft was the arm around the, the shoulder which is why he's had a better career as an assistant manager because that's what an assistant manager does mm. it almost seems like with Dempster and Glover we've actually got two nice guys who were afraid of grabbing them by the scruff of the neck yeah. and saying you need to up your game and this was a thing where we said that this is the difference between managing young players yeah. and managing pros you know is, is managing men now some that are only just younger than him and like the likes of Bishop etc yeah. uh, and some that have yeah, arguably as well played at a higher level than Dempster has in his footballing career which they're going to look that at not, they can't ignore that yeah. so he's got to manage that he's got the, the you know and I'm not saying I'm just going to say a name as in Nicky Maynard I'm not saying he's got an ego or anything but he's achieved more in his footballing career than, than our manager has listen we all have um, days no matter what job we're in where we look at people around and go you can't tell me what to do yeah like, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm more qualified or I'm more yeah. experienced it, it's going to be no different in football in, in some ways in that men man, manly environment it's sometimes probably worse than what you'd get in a normal workplace so he's got to manage that and at the moment you know we all say what a nice guy is and like I say it's not a bad trait and maybe when you say with Steve Evans he took it to an extreme he probably took it too far with a um, sort of overman management but I think you've got to be careful not to be too nice because you've got to stamp your authority uh, and you've got to sort of make these players realise a little bit that they're also not doing a good, a good enough job and, and, and really meaning it but coming out at uh, after the game and saying oh the first half I thought we were the better team that, that is not the players are just think oh we did alright then but they didn't it wasn't good enough so that's what I think has got to change and the only positive I can say at the moment is after listening to uh, Dempster's uh, interview on iFollow he knows something's got to change and I yeah. think he's got to now either, he's either got to be a bit more aggressive and be a bit stricter with the players and and attack it in in in, in more than one way as in attacking on the pitch and attacking in his aggression with his management yeah. skills or he's out the door because I think he knows that now so I think and I'm hoping we're going to see a bit of a different John Dempster and a different Mansfield over the next month Absolutely we'll hear more of that interview in a couple of minutes let's go back to some of the comments which have been uh, flooding whilst we've been talking about that Martin says uh, has Pierce like most of others, lost some of comp some of his confidence. He seems to get himself into bother more this season. Obviously, not trained this week uh, due to illness. Uh, Roger says, "Do you think some teams have worked us out as we, are, uh, and also we are not performing at the re required level? It's not hard to work us out at the minute, is it? Because there's not a lot to work out. There's really, not. Is there? 
Um, Craig says as soon as Shrewsbury went to 10 men he should have brought more creativity into the game so either Connor or Sterling James or even both then again that would have been too adventurous for his style um, Alan asks uh, in your opinion should Sterling James start as I mentioned at the top of the show yes uh, Glenn says can't believe Dempster hasn't resigned after all the negative comments from the fans he must surely know uh, they are turning on him he needs to go while there is still a chance of getting into the playoffs uh, and talking about penalties uh, Martin says all penalties should be taken in the style of Alan Shearer rip the back of the net, <laughs> the net off uh, and John says agree hit them low and hard let's hear from the Stags boss John Dempster we were talking about pressure a moment or so ago he knows it's getting tough he knows more and more people are starting to uh, chant Dempster out a little bit more loudly than what the whispers have been in the past uh, couple of months or so he knows the pressure's on let's find out how he's coping as Mansfield Town Man He's been speaking earlier this week to I Follow Stags. We need, you know, our more experienced players to step up. Um, we need all staff members to step up because it's challenging times. You know, you, you can't hide away from that. Um, we've got a massive month ahead of us, huge month. But when you're asking your players to be courageous and brave and, and, and play with an intensity, no matter what the situation me as the manager, staff members need to do the same and um, the more leaders we can get in and around it and on the pitch, the better. We don't want that gap getting any bigger, that's for sure, because although we've, you know, we haven't played 20 games yet, we, we, we can't allow that gap to get any bigger. Uh, looking at the games this month, we need at least eight or nine points, at least, um, because the good thing about playing the, the, the teams above you, you can start to lessen that gap. And, and of course, that's the main aim for this next month going into the new year as well. Uh, I think when you're not getting the results, um, you, you delve even deeper into, you know, uh, what, what the training's like, uh, you know, tactics, the substitutions you make if they don't come off. So naturally, even though I've been in the, the business for 20 years and, you know, you think you've seen everything, it's not until you're in the hot seat that you, you feel that pressure and um, you understand why your previous managers perhaps acted a certain way. Um, you know, I used to look at my, my former managers and think, what's up with him? Is he all right? Why is he so stressed? But it's... It's clear to me now, you know, I'm, I'm a young manager. I've been given an unbelievable opportunity, which I've earned. Um, and, you know, I've never been more determined to make this make this happen. But in the real world, you know, there's people that are losing their jobs in, you know, higher divisions than me, in our division who are in a similar position to us, who have maybe not had as much fina financial uh, backing or um, the the size and the strength and depth of the squad we've got so listen I, I feel the pressure there's, there's no there's no doubt about that but um, in the 36 years I've been on the earth I've generally done quite well or whatever I've applied myself to and that's not being arrogant or big-headed that's a fact and um, my plan is to be successful here the chairman's put faith in me um, you know he's a very experienced businessman who's also been in football for a long time as well uh, and I, I intend to, to pay him back and um, that needs to happen quickly in, in this next short period. Otherwise, you know, let's be realistic, there'll, there'll, there'll be changes, but um, I'm confident, I believe in myself, uh, I believe in this group of players, things need to change. There's, there's no doubt about that in terms of form, but, it, you know, a couple of wins can make things look very different. 
Stags boss John Dempster speaking to you. I follow Stags earlier this week. You can watch that in full by heading across to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow. Interesting comments from him there, Nathan. Um, he knows things are going to change, but it's how he changes them. Does he go all out attacking? What what does he do? Well, he can't go any more negative. No. Can he? So <laughs> what what approach does he take? Because for me personally, I don't think we played too badly when we've had the ball on the deck we've not taken our chances granted mm. we've, the issue has been when we've been in the ascendancy and had a good spells of pressure we've not tweaked it from the bench enough to go and go and you know go and do the do the damage I think what needs to change is actual actually his approach and maybe the the way he works with his, his backroom team we said it at the start of the, che- the season he changed his backroom staff Halfway through, got rid of you know um, David Flitcroft's staff and Steve Evans' staff, um, brought his own people in, but it doesn't seem to have helped. He needs to not he, he needs to find his the way it works. Good cop, bad cop, but they need to stop establish that. Excuse me. Yeah, um, I mean to be honest, out of all the interviews that I've listened to with John Dempster, I think that was probably the most revealing in in many ways. It was quite intriguing to to listen to, to be fair, because I think. He has been <coughs> very upfront and honest about the pressure he is under, which um, you know he obviously is going to be. He can't ignore it, um, as, as, as he said. Um, and I think he has realised that he's really got to do something to to change it. It's now whether he's actually going to put that in those words into practicality. Is he actually going to action that change? Because to be fair, it's probably needed to change for a while. We, and he, as you said there, he maybe he did change his backroom staff a little bit, but that's that's not made any difference the, the the bottom line has come down to a lot of it is down to, to substitutions at wrong times where we've we've all been able to see it as, as fans I know we always say like, you know, everyone thinks they're a manager at times but I don't think everyone can be wrong where you see an opportunity where something's either the, the pendulum swinging isn't it and you, yeah. you've got the opportunity to knock it a little bit more in your favour or you've got a little bit opportunity to stabilise it a bit more but whenever we've done anything it's been as I said earlier, reactive rather than proactive, and I think he's got to, I think he's got to gamble a bit more now because if he carry on the way he's going, it's it's not going to end well. Interesting as well that in his comments he mentioned that we need at least eight or nine points from the next uh, batch of games over the Christmas period. Obviously, uh, five games coming up over those Christmas po- uh, that Christmas po- period. That's uh, fifteen points up for grabs. Mm. Good maths there, quick maths. <laughs> um, I think eight or nine points. I don't think that's enough. Probably not. I think we're going to be unless we put in some very good performances. I mean, that could be his only saving grace. But I can't see that happening. I can't see us putting together a string of very good performances, especially when you look at the calibre of teams that we've got to play. You know, um, we've got some teams that are well, all of them are, are sort of up there, aren't they, at the moment? So. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a difficult period as it always is anyway when you come to, to Christmas time um, so it, it's not just about if we do get 8 and 9 re- points which will be a step in the right direction you kind of hope if that's the case you've got to follow with some good performances too Apologies if you just had any issues with the uh, microphone there I'm playing about with it now just to try and uh, get it uh, back sorted back hopefully it'll be uh, back on uh, in a second but at the moment we'll carry on we'll carry on talking and uh, we'll get that sorted out for you uh, in a second or so and that'll be back to back up and running so I do apologise for that hopefully we should be uh, alright now anyway uh, let's uh, move on a little bit and uh, talk a bit more uh, 
about the comments you guys have been sending in. Uh, Roger says, uh, if the car's broke, you have to fix it. Uh, therefore, we why are we why are we carry on not learning from the mistakes and staying uh, staying passive and accepting what's going on? Change the way we play, formation, personnel, etc. Just do something. Uh, Martin says, get rid of Glover and bring back Footer if Dempsey's staying. Um, Mark says, shouldn't a place be on the team be based on personal performance? It seems some names are on the pitch regardless of how poorly they performed for several matches. A few matches sat on the bench watching your places threatened may refocus some attitudes. Uh, John says, I, in reply to Martin, uh, I agree, We have no, I have no confidence in Glover and I think he's pulling some of the strings and there is only one manager. Agreed. Interesting uh, comment that, because that's something which has been in my mind for a long time probably since half time at Newport do you think yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Dempster came out after the game didn't he and said it was his his team talk <coughs> half time and was it his change of the it's, yeah he's he switched well, to 4-4-2 which to be fair at the time good on you it worked yeah but it makes you wonder since since that point uh, who's been controlling what and this comes, again comes back to my earlier comment where is John Dempster too nice you know it, is, is he letting his staff rule the roost a little bit too much? Letting others influence his own selection? Well, if, and the thing is, if you start doing that, it's not... It, never mind you being undermined as a manager, because he's the one supposed to be in charge, but it's also going to get pretty confusing because you're going to be torn between decisions and ideas. And, yeah. Uh, sometimes, if you've got a plan, you need to be confident with it. Obviously, you need to consult your staff and things, but if you've got a plan, you need to be confident with it, you need to implement it. But if you're going to be then second questioning it and taking sort of input from left, right and centre it's going to get muddled up it's going to get confusing so this is my point you know it, it, I think he needs to toughen up a little bit absolutely he's got his hands tied in some areas though this week uh, obviously news about Christian Pierce. Uh, series flu has not trained uh, it will be 50-50 uh, for Saturday whether or not it's trade today we don't know uh, Callum Gordon six to eight weeks out with a, uh, a back problem a disc problem in his back that's a bit, a bit of a blow isn't it it is yeah I mean he's played most of the games so far this season I think he's one of our most uh, uh, play, play, you know, players that played the most minutes for us so far um, and you sort of wonder I think he has been struggling with it for a couple of weeks by the sound of the comments it's something that's got progressively worse so that's probably the impact in his performances as well, you'd, you'd imagine. Um, but although it is a negative, obviously, you know, Gordon will be missed. It is an opportunity for, well, there's only one man that can come in and really take his place at the moment. And he's, he's featured in the last, you know, couple of, well, featured a little bit recently. Uh, I know you're a fan, and that's uh, James Clark. Absolutely. He's a very good, young, talented player. Obviously, Hayden White, not back fit yet. He would be the natural, obvious choice. Um, I know we'll hear from a second that obviously CJ Hamilton can play wing back. We've gone back to playing with wing backs which in the I last think couple of weeks, which I think will happen on <laughs> yeah. Saturday as well. Um, again, I think that's not that's not contributed to that's not helped our form at the minute. We seem to have an identity when we were four four two. It's no coincidence that since we've dropped back into that three. Uh, things have changed again yeah. uh, another conversation for another time but for me James Clark good young player 
uh, always performs to a high standard when he's played. He can play wing back. He can play f- uh, as, as as right back or a full back. Mm. I think he's got the talent and the potential to play consistent League Two football, and this could be a great opportunity for him to come in. When we had those injuries at the start of the season, you know, with the um, uh, with Hayden White missing, with Kellen Gordon also out at the same time, he came in and, and did a job and did a very good job as well at that that period. Yeah, he, he was decent. Um... I've stored a few question marks on him as, and, and, and sort of his creative side. So, as in putting crosses into the box, I haven't really seen him put too many good balls in there. Um, so, for, for me, as a, as a wing, wing back, if we do go with that system, I think that'll be worse. As such, I, I think yeah. he, I think defensively, I think he's been great. But needs to put him in, but play with a f- flat back four. Yeah, and I think you maybe I think he probably needs to be a little bit protected as well. So, yeah. Um, which which would still stick with a four four two or four whatever combination you want to put it. But you got to be careful then with who you put on that right because it's got to be somebody who's willing to do the defensive work as well as the as the attacking. Cause I think that you sort of need a partnership. I think in that scenario, that's what I personally feel. So um, it'll be interesting to see how. John Dempster does deal with that whether he just sticks him at wing back and, and trusts him whether he doesn't at all and sticks CJ back there or whether he does go for sort of a flat back four and sort of try and protect him a little bit with somebody a bit more defensive minded such as Mac who has been put out there um, on occasions there's a different, there's a few different options um, and I'm just a little bit gutted because for me I'd I was feeling like we're starting to get to a stage now where you might consider putting someone like Sterling James out on the right yeah. and Gordon and you might see a little bit of a partnership form between those two but obviously that's not going to happen now um, so uh, I just hope White is going to be back soon as well so I think he he's a player that we miss so much anyway regardless of, of, of Gordon being in Absolutely well let's uh, find out the thoughts of the Stags boss John Dempster has, he been, has he's been speaking to I Follow Stags about the absence of Kellen Gordon and potential replacements Well I think it's important we emphasise how well Kellen's done you know he's still a very very young player um, he's coming from Derby County um, and you know we swam the ocean to get him because there was a number of teams that wanted to, to bring him into their football clubs um, and he, he's done great in terms of the different options we've got you know Hayden White will be back soon hopefully um, he'll be back in training with the team uh, next week at some point so that's a massive plus a player that's you know been key to some of our best performances this season um, Clarky did well the other night whenever clarky has been called upon he's done brilliant he trains well every day real good kid um, but also we've got different options that we, we we could play there. CJ's played right wing back for the football club and done well at times. So there's a number of different options. Obviously, I want to keep my cards close to my chest with Saturday in mind. Um, but we're fortunate to have, uh, you know, strength and depth within our squad. So injuries are never nice for the individual. They're never nice for the for the team. But we need to react in the right way because there's no excuses. You know, we've, we've got a strong squad and, and whatever happens, we need, we need to be able to deal with it. Stags boss, Stags boss John Dempster speaking to I Follow Stags earlier this week. You can watch that in full by heading over to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow, where you'll also hear from Alex McDonald. Let's hear from him now uh, as we head inside the dressing room to get the players' perspective on all things Mansfield Town and our current form. Here is Nathan's best friend, Alex McDonald. Doesn't come much bigger, to be honest. It's um, it's a very, very crucial month. Um, starting with this Saturday, it's 
it's a month where we're we're looking to turn the hammer and, and really put our foot down and and pick up some you know very very much needed um, important big results. Listen, it's no secret we've we've not performed to where we we believe that we're capable of going. Um, you know the the players are, are well aware of that as a as a football department we're well aware of that. But there's only one thing that can turn that that turn that around and that's by hard work on the training pitch uh, and and most importantly putting that into practice come a Saturday. Training's been good. Um, you know the the older lads are trying to you know keep the morale as as, as good as possible. Um, it's it has been tough. Um, you know we're we're not we're not used to being in a, a run of form. Certainly since I've been at the club since uh, a couple of years back now, we're, we're not used to this kind of uh, form where we are at the minute. But um, you know, there's no shying away from it. There's no you know turning our backs on it. We are where we are, and we're looking to to make sure that we put that right. And and that starts this Saturday. At important times in the game when we've been on top or. Um, you know, we, we've not really capitalised on, on chances that we've that we should be putting away. Um, you know, and even in even in some games, and you know, it's it's a, it's an old cliche in football that goals change games. And, and in times where we've had big chances in in important parts of the game, we've we've not been able to capitalise on them. So, uh, I think that's that's been a, a major part of it. Um, you know, but we're like I've said to you previously many times. It's it all comes from the training ground, uh, and, we're, and we're continuing to work hard on there. And you know, we just need to make sure, as a group of players and professionals, that we that we perform to our highest on a Saturday. I think that it's just because we know that the quality is there, and, and, and we have got the you know we have got the team. It's just uh, it's just we just need it. We need everyone pulling with us in the same direction. You know, it's been. Um, it's been a frustrating time for us all, you know, and, and none more so than the fans. You know, the the fans have been magnificent since I've been at this football club, and it's uh, like I said, it's the hardest hardest part and the hardest time of me being at this football club, uh, you know. But we we all really need to stick together. We need them on side. We need them to be with us, uh, and, and none more so than than this Saturday at home to Cheltenham. Alex McDonald speaking to I follow Stags earlier this week. Head over to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow to watch that in full. Uh, Talking about getting it right on the training ground there Nathan getting that positive atmosphere back into the dressing room it's a big ask isn't it because you know we've had five consecutive away games mm. the players previously have said they prefer playing away at the minute things haven't gone well in the last three four games or so no. it's going to be a toxic atmosphere isn't it come uh, come Saturday if things don't get off to a good start yeah unfortunately so uh, I mean it has been most of the season so it's nothing new but I think this one just feels just feels a bit different doesn't it you know cause we've, it's been so long since we've been at home and like you said there because of those five away fixtures they haven't gone great and we're at a stage we're, you know, we're not in a, sitting in a very good position in the league at the moment and um, we're at a stage of the season where people are just I mean people have been asking for change for a while and, and we're, we're into December and it still hasn't been changed so <clears throat> it's going to be a little bit toxic Um but more so especially if we don't get off to a good start and this is where I think not only just to keep fans happy because it shouldn't be making decisions just to make fans happy but I think we need to get a bit of hope and I think a lot of it will come down to team selection uh, I think we need to be positive in that and then positivity when we're on the pitch as well and that's that's a tough ask because players are going to be low on confidence at the moment there's no doubt about that and um, they they are going to be worried about if they make a mistake getting booed and things like that which is ridiculous but they are going to be worried about it um, so it's going to be hard for them to come out and be positive but I think they've got to try they've got to, they've got to do that and then hopefully if we 
start of, with creative play then add a bit of creativeness into it and I think get off to a good start and, and, it, and it might just change things a little bit and I think that would be the best way to approach it and I think this again another point is <coughs> this is why I think we should really consider the likes of Sterling James and, and Dapo and some of the players that haven't really been given a chance yet because they're confident probably won't be as low as the actual main team because they haven't been receiving the criticism they've been a bit of a, away from it really so it's an opportunity for them to come in and, and show them what they can do and show something a bit different fresh perspective fresh yep. eyes fresh legs yep. fresh attitude fresh set of results for Mansfield going into December uh, let's have a little look at the fixtures coming up then obviously uh, over the next month or so John Dempster has said that we need at least 8 or 9 points to close that gap uh, with the chasing pack stakes currently 10 points uh, between ourselves and the playoffs only 6 though from that uh, zone where we don't want to be uh, Cheltenham at home on Saturday followed by an away trip to Crewe the week after Northampton before Christmas at home and then Port Vale at home on Boxing Day followed by on the 29th December finishing the year with a trip to Bradford all very tough fixtures Cheltenham this season have been very good up in the playoffs but we've got to start somewhere yeah and uh, well, I was about to say, I think they're the lowest ranked team. And the ones we've got to play, I think that would be Port Vale, wouldn't it? But, yeah. Um, but but anyway, yeah, it, you know, it's back, back <coughs> at home, uh, and the players and and then the management said it's it's got to start ASAP. So and that that's our next fixture. So we've got to. It's sort of one of them. It's a new month, a bit like next year. You know, the month following month, everyone making New Year's resolutions to to do something different and make a change. And normally it's. Think to do things more positively, like whether it's lose weight, get fit, whatever. It's come a bit earlier for Mansfield. They need to do it in December. They need to start now and look at things like you just said there in a, in a fresh way and a new way to do something different. Cause as I said earlier, if we carry on the way we have been, there's only one way it's going to go, and it's 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 not a very good way. So let's hope they can do something different and go out there and, and just give it all they've got and leave everything on that pitch absolutely time now though to get your money out and go back to the pound prediction game we've not done this for a while because obviously it's been a cup uh, weekend so let's refresh your memories on how this works every week myself Nathan and Cam who is not here uh, tonight due to us starting a little bit earlier um predicts the outcome of the game we have to get the score absolutely nailed on to win the point which is why Coming up to December, we've only had two games called correctly, which is one for me and one for Nathan. At the moment, me and Nathan are sharing the entire contents of this uh, mug, which is, as you can see, full of money at the moment. If me or Nathan or Cam, at the end of the season, have got more points than the others, then they will take home the entirety of that pot. Essentially, we're going to end up drawing, you and I, and yes. we're going to get the money back that we put in, because Cam's barely put anything in there. We might get yeah. 50p or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that'd be uh, typical. It would. It would be. Uh, <laughs> it would be typical. Right. Um, guests first. Can I, may I have your pound, please? Pound. Unos Poundos is in the jar. What is your prediction? Bear in mind, Nathan so far this season has predicted more losses than anything because he's trying to play for points. Yeah. Um, so this could be a negative start. We have actually had more losses than than, than wins. So yeah. Technically. Well, you've never predicted a. You never. It's just never a score that's getting me wrong. Yeah. That's what's doing me. Yeah. It's the scores, but. Um, you have come close on a number of occasions. Yeah. I'll go hit, through the stats. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, the, for for Saturday, 
Uh, I've already written the, the letter L in front of your have you? prediction. You might want to add a little bit more of a circle on there because I'm going to go for a draw. Go for a draw. Go for a score draw. Now I'm, I'm a bit torn. Go on. Because my heart's saying 1 1. Right. But my head, we've had so many 2 2 draws. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past it. So I'm going to go with my head today and I'm going to go for 2 2. Okay. There's no rule whatsoever in this game as my pot, my money goes into the pot that we can't predict the same outcome. I'm going to go oh, with a 2 2 draw. Oh, unbelievable. Absolutely. That's no fun, is it? I know, but, you know. You're right. Every time I predict a draw, it's, it's going to be a draw. It's, it's going to be, be two, 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 two Yeah, and I've already put a line through cams. Uh, just so we know, this is uh, this is how many we've played so far. Uh, we've done every game. Uh, Cam has missed. Um, Cam has missed one, two, three, four, five, six of the games in the pound prediction pot. So the pound prediction pot is six pounds lighter than what yeah. it should be. Um, but we are at the moment in the lead. Uh, so there you go. We both predicted a 2 2 draw. We'll see if that comes to fruition uh, next week on the podcast. John predicts um, a riot. No, 2 uh, 1. <laughs> Uh, 2-1 win to the Stags Um, Alex asks would there be any performances from the Port Vale game that you would that you believe would warrant a start on Saturday (laughs) yeah 6 minutes from Omari Sterling James 6 minutes from Omari Sterling James that's it (laughs) probably yeah uh, you know CJ was improved um, but I think he should be starting on Saturday anyway yeah Um, but aside from that I thought Shaughnessy had a steady game at centre-half as well. He usually plays midfield, Yeah, and obviously and slotted in with Preston not playing and Pearce not playing. And my gut feeling is I don't think Preston will... Sorry, uh, Pearce will be ready for Saturday. Um, and if he is, I think it's a gamble putting him in. Cause if he hasn't trained for a whole week and he's not been feeling right, that I know he's a captain and all that, but even, I think someone said in the comments at the very beginning, even he's been a little bit off it. So yeah. putting him in there after being unwell and not training, I think for me would be... A risk probably not worth taking. Stick Shaughnessy back there. We know he's fully, he's pretty competent there anyway. So um, stick him there and, and be a bit more creative with your midfielder, with midfield area. And that's where that for me is the area that we need to do something in, in the midfield area. So that's where I'd expect to see the changes. I think uh, John asks if it's a two-one win, do I win the pot? No. And, and, you know, he's not so, playing into it. No, you're not playing into it, so you get out of it. <laughs> shocking. Uh, shocking. Can't believe people are asking that now. I know, can you believe it? We did say at the start of the series that we wouldn't no, we didn't. Into doing No, that's, that's just that's we, about, uh, That yeah, never happened. Yeah, that never oh, happened. Yeah, sorry, cut, cut it. Yeah, it's just live. Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> um, going back to Alex's question, um, I like Conrad Logan. I think he's not particularly done anything wrong, um, but if you look at areas to potentially change and maybe you know change our gameplay a little bit, Felt like Lesnick played has played all right when he's come back in. He deserves a chance sooner rather than later. I disagree. It, get, it gets us playing a little bit more from the back. Maybe just to shake it up. I, I disagree. It's not a whole fresh leg thing. I, most of the season, I would absolutely agree with you, but he's I got, think I mean, not, kept us in it. So yeah, he's much. not done anything so, wrong. Yeah, which which would be harsh. We, ah, yeah. we didn't drop drop him yeah. earlier this season. I don't think we should now. But well, but I, I get your point. He is a little bit more. Um, if we want to try it's distribution, attack. but it depends what player they put us out. <coughs> if we're going to be defensive, going you know with your outfield players, then there's no point in having a player in your goal that's going to be more attacking minded. Because we had it actually. There was one occasion on on uh, Tuesday night where 
a logo, uh, Logan, uh, Lesnick was trying to do the quick dis- distribution, but it actually ended up putting him in a bit of danger because the rest of the team weren't on the same wavelength. They weren't ready to counter-attack. They weren't ready to go for it. So unless those outfield players get the same mentality as the keeper who's, starting to, who's trying to start that attack, it's kind of pointless. So it depends on who's what, what the mentality is going to be of those players outfield for me. Right, you're John Dempster. You need something to change. You need a positive result. Positive attacking play, name your team and formation. All right, so if we're going attackive, uh, I'm just completely contradict myself, but yeah, attackive, put, put a Lesnick in. <laughs> it's hard, I don't actually know if I would. Actually, if it came down to it, I probably wouldn't. I'm, 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 all right, change my mind again. All right, Logan. Logan's in goal. That's, I, I can't. Should we just play for 45 minutes each? Screw it, yeah, let's treat it like a pre season friendly. Why not? Um, yeah, so Logan in goal, I'm sticking with it. Back four of Mal Benin, Pier- uh, wait, no, not Pierce, Shaughnessy. Is Sweeney back? Yeah, Sweeney's Sweeney, back. Sweeney, yeah. Sweeney's in. They played well together on Tuesday night, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm not a big fan of Preston at the moment, so I'd stick Sweeney in and Shaughnessy as a centre back. I, mean, I might be wrong, but I think he might also be near and spent suspension again, Preston. He got booked in the FA Cup game, so I know, he's be, I know he'll be close. Uh, Competitions, it's Possibly, now yeah. relevant. Really, really, it's, yeah. it's just competitions, isn't it? So yeah. the FA Cup wouldn't apply to the league. Who anyway. knows? But uh, I'm sure that's the new rule in this season, anyway. But um, but yeah, so I'd stick Sweeney, Shaughnessy centre back, right back. I would go. I think it's only Clark at the moment. Obviously, I'd love White to be back, but yeah. doesn't like it's going to be the case. Um, that's where I think I'm going to go. Four, two, three, one. I'm glad you said that because I think we, we, you saw almost like you I know one, mind. and a lot of people are going to look would look at it and say one strike is negative, but actually no, it doesn't have to be. No, because you're attacking wide wingers become your two supporting strikers. Yeah. And it becomes more of a four-three-three, but it's just that adaptability to get. It's up the and way down it the would work, provided yeah. that those players do their jobs and make sure they're getting close with that one 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 striker. So uh, sitting at a, in front of the two, probably go for. I know he made a mistake on Tuesday night, but. He'll learn from it. I'll Smith there. Um, and. No, I won't. No. No, no, no. I'm toying between. I was just going to say if Cam was here, this would have all started an argument because, like you and the McDonald argument, Cam, for some reason, doesn't rate Smith. No, he doesn't. Um, so, probably, he'll we'll probably, we'll probably pop up on the comments at some point when he listens back. But, uh, probably Smith and. Uh, toss up between. Bishop and McDonald, one of those two. I prefer McDonald in the centre, so that's where I'd put him. Uh, and then you you sort of created three. Menace in the middle. No, Khan in the middle, sorry. CJ on the left, Sterling James on the right, Maynard up front. And that'll be my that'll be my, my team selection. Okay, I'm going four to, I'm going four two three one again with the two wide players pushing up as uh, supporting strikers. Uh, a goal swap them at half time just, <laughs> just to save our arguments uh, back four rights left of Clark uh, Shaughnessy Sweeney Benning uh, defensive midfield two I'm going to go for Tomlinson oh the shout I forgot he even existed uh, and Mellis see I was going to say that a bit of a buffer yeah um, he's played there hasn't he yeah he has played there and then you can you can swap him around mm. uh depending on how you, you play at certain phases of the game. Uh, attacking midfield three, right to left. I'm going to go Sterling James on the right. I'm going to go uh, Khan in the middle. Uh, and then I'll go with CJ out on the left. 
and up front I'll go for Maynard. So not too dissimilar no, in, the, in the, the lineups. I wouldn't I wouldn't argue with that either. I think there's a lot of t- I was toying with a few of those ideas myself to be fair, especially with the Melic Melic situation and that. Uh, but the but instruction would be definitely to get out, play on the yeah. front foot, would play with the ball at feet, and try and play through the pitch, use however, the pitch, and move the ball. Yeah. However, the realistic uh, option would probably be the same back for midfield of McDonald, Bishop. Uh, right, but the same team that played at Shrewsbury, yeah. uh, Bar Gordon for, for probably someone else and uh, CJ will play there. Preston or something. Yeah. Rio right back or something. I don't know. Crazy world. Most defensive you could possibly. I don't think. Now I'm joking. I actually genuinely from his interview, <coughs> he sounds to me like he knows this is his last chance. Yeah. He's got to now gamble and be a bit more aggressive. So hopefully, like I said earlier, he puts those words into action. And we hopefully will see a bit of a different animal from the from the Mansfield Town team this this December. That's what I'm hoping for. Fingers crossed. I'm going to be there regardless. Absolutely. I'm not the only one that's boycotting no. for whatever reason. I, I don't see the the benefit in it. I'm going to get behind the team throughout the 90 minutes, and we'll be back here next week to give our opinion on it, whether it's good or bad. Absolutely. We'll let you know when next week as well. Uh, it'll be Wednesday or Friday. We'll let you know. Keep it up to date on our Facebook and our Twitter. We are at MTFC Matters on there. That's almost it for this week's podcast. Thanks as ever for leaving your comments and for getting involved, liking, sharing, and all that stuff uh, in between if you've been watching the live feed. If you want to get involved, if you listen to the audio version of this, check out our social medias and then we'll let you know on there when we're next going to be live. It's always great to get your interactions as always. Last little bit of housekeeping uh, as well Christmas is just around the corner Uh, Christmas shopping is well underway if you've got a stags mad or a football mad youngster I've got some great deals for you I feel like Martin Lewis (laughs) in full uh, I feel like Martin Lewis about uh, about to to get this uh, get this sorted Um, it's yeah, so the delivery has been shocking so far. So I think you need to work on it a bit more. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I got. I was, I was reading a comment. I was debating whether to read it out or not. Oh, okay, I'm okay, not going to do. Off, uh, it's Nathan who's left a comment. Uh, I'm not going to do because oh. it will go on. No, not you. A okay. different tangent, and I want to end the show because we've got stuff to do. Um, anyway, uh, yes. So got some great deals for you. You ready? If you've oh, got a football mad or a stags mad youngster, perfect for you. Football in the community, brilliant organisation, 30th anniversary season uh, this year as well, and pay more wages. Um, <laughs> we've got a trip next year to the newest ground in the Premier League, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, oh. which I'm sure by then will be um, will be uh, renamed to something else commercially so they can rake in money. But at the moment it's called the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's in April. All the details are on MansfieldTownFITC.net or on Mansfield Town Football and Community's Facebook page. Just search for it right now. It's fantastic for youngsters. It costs just £50 uh, for youngsters. However, you don't need to spend £50 right now. How's about this for a deal? Spend just £25 non-refundable deposit. And if you do that before Christmas, you'll get yourself a digital certificate for your child to unwrap on Christmas Day. How's about that for a bargain? I'm a little bit good. It's just for the kids, really, because yeah. I'd love to do that myself. Ages 5 to 15. And that's actual ages, not mental ages. Sorry, Nathan, that no, just counts you out. And also, just about counts come out as well. Um, Questionable. Second deal for you: if you are a stags mad youngster, and maybe you've, you know, you as a parent know that your stags mad youngster is getting things like football boots or a new shirt or shin pads or whatever for Christmas, and you want to try them out and get them out of your hair in that week before they go back to school. 
on the 2nd and 3rd of January at the One Course Stadium, we've got our January 2020 Fun Day, which is only £18 for both days if you are a junior SSA member. It's £10 if you just want to come on one day. And if you're a non-member, it's £12. All the details on Football in the Community's website and page. If they love football and want to be involved and have the ultimate match day experience, come and be a mascot. All the details on our website. But before Christmas, we'll do you a digital certificate for them to unwrap on oh, Christmas Day. You are what, so kind. I, I, what I am. I feel like Santa. You are. You might I know. Literally Santa right and, well, actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a ginger elf because... I know Santa, and I know where he's going to be in December later on this month. I know exactly. I know exactly where Santa is going to be on Wednesday, the eighteenth of December, at around five thirty p.m. I say specific. It is. He's going to be at Django's Indoor Play Centre. No, he's not. He is. Oh, oh yes, he is. Oh no, he Oh not. yes, he is. <laughs> oh yes, he is. He's going to be there as the. Um, he's going to be there as part of the SSA Junior Christmas Party for 2019 the booking link is on Football and Community's Facebook page right now and website get yourself there it is free free, free. if you are a junior SSA oh. member if you're a non-member it's just a fiver perfect it's nearly free anyway you don't get a digital certificate for that one you just turn up but Santa will be there with gifts and will be there in Christmas jumpers and things like that as well head over to our Facebook page um, and you'll see all the stuff um, you will see all the stuff uh, on there about football communities fantastic offers for Stags Mad and Football Mad youngsters this Christmas it is glorious have I done enough to get paid is, is that all of your advertisements uh, yeah, you got any? Yeah, let's follow up. So, it's a completely mouthful time related as well. Is it? Is well, sure. care, if you have a dog, <laughs> <laughs> so. we have been given f planning permission. It's all happening next year. Mansfield Doggy Daycare. Check it out on Facebook. I will go on Mansfield because our logo is blue and yellow. So, I mean, if you've got a dog, uh, specifically if you've got a dog called Stag, you can get your dog for half price. Tell you what, if you're a Mansfield Town season ticket holder, you'll also get a discount as well. Look at that office. I probably He's should have uh, discussed this with the other directors, but I put it out there now. Too late. Yeah. It's happening. And it's live. It's live. It's live. We can't do anything about it. it. We're not going to delay. Can we bleep it? No, unfortunately, no, we can't. We got it. Absolutely. Uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks very much for, uh, for listening and for watching and downloading as well. Robbie Williams inspired Port Vale, apparently, uh, before the uh, EFL Trophy Meeting.com game on Tuesday night. Let's hope that in the next week or so the Stags put in a good performance and get three points and that they don't. Come undone, Bell, please. Let them entertain us. Oh. Well, one. And that they reign supreme. You have absolutely just Googled these facts. Just saying. You've got no evidence of that whatsoever. <laughs> thanks for watching, thanks for listening. I'm Craig Queen, he's Nathan Edge. We've also got Cam Felton and Simon Mercer who's not here as well. Have yourself a very little Christmas. We'll see you next week for another instalment of the Manfield Matters podcast. Probably. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.